0: This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere.
1: Mexico City, one of the world's most populous cities, could be just months away from running out of water. It's been brought on by a combination of geography, mushrooming growth, and leaky infrastructure, all compounded by the effects of climate change. Emily Green is a journalist based in Mexico City who's covered this story for NPR. Emily, what's the situation there now? What's daily life like now? Uh, for instance, for you, you live there in Mexico City. Are there are there restrictions on water use?
2: There are restrictions on water use. I think it very much depends where you live in the city. And that is maybe like the entire world, you know, if you have more money and Uh, you're going to feel the impact of the water shortage much less. That said, I think what's unique right now is that it is being felt citywide. And I'll just use myself as an example. I live in one of the uh, more upscale neighborhoods of Mexico City. And while reporting this story, the water stopped flowing from the top. I mean, I had a sink full of dishes, zero water coming. For me, it was a little shocking. I haven't had that happen in a while. But that is actually a daily reality for many people in in Mexico City. What are the factors that brought us to this point? I would say that there is two major factors. One is extremely old infrastructure, in terms of the water pipes. So, the city loses around 40 percent of the water it receives because of leaks in the pipes. And that's been a long-standing problem. But on top of that, compounding that is climate change. And that is really what's happening right here. You have this very volatile combination of old infrastructure combined with climate change, which means there have been years of much less rainfall than normal. So the levels of the reservoir that provide the water to Mexico City, they're they're very low. And so that's what's happening now, this kind of volatile combination.
1: And you say that leakage has been a problem for a long time. Has anyone tried to do anything about it?
2: Oh, yeah. I remember I was here in 2018, and the city shut off the water supply in order to try and address these leaks. Uh, That was one of the first water stories I did in Mexico City, was at that time. But, of course, we're still having the same issues, so it doesn't seem to have made a huge difference.
1: you said earlier that people who are better off feel it less than people who may be in need. Is that because of the resources they have, or is it the parts of the city that are affected?
2: Both. I visited one area, it's called Ecatepec. It is in the greater metropolitan Mexico City. And in this neighborhood, they haven't had running water for two years now. In the running water that they do have, it comes out, it, it looks dark brown and it smelled like sewage. So that is a that example of where they're living in the city has a major impact. But I think on top of that, what's happening is that if the water is not coming from the tap, People are buying it from private water tanks. They're having it trucked in on private water tanks, mm-hmm. and it's just a fact that that seventy dollars at one spend is going to impact you more or less depending on much how much money you have. So it's that combination of where you live and also how much money you can afford to spend on trucks, private trucks bringing in water and paying for that.
1: What are the potential effects on schools, hospitals, uh, homes? What are the, the what are people worrying about?
2: You know, if you don't have water, you can't flush the toilet, you can't do the dishes, you can't wash clothes. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so it does have a massive impact. The former chief resilience officer of Mexico City said that climate change is really the greatest risk to Mexico City. And I think that that is coming to bear right now.
1: And if climate change is the greatest risk, it sounds like, there, is there anything anyone can do about this right now?
2: yeah, you can use less water. And I think that there can be measures taken to ensure that individuals use less water, but also factories use less water. I think also this issue of the old infrastructure is a is a really serious one, and I think that steps can be taken to improve the int- the infrastructure. So I, I would say it's again, it's there's no silver bullet to to what's going on right now. the The causes are very varied. And the solutions are also going to be varied.
1: Has anyone said that if nothing changes, have they predicted when taps are just going to run dry in Mexico City?
2: I mean, that's the talk of the town here, is what they call day zero. And this is the idea that the taps are essentially going to run completely dry. The date that's being thrown out there is at the end of June. Most of the experts that I talk to say that's unlikely to happen. The reservoirs that supply a great percentage of Mexico City's water, they're not the only source of water. There's also underground aquifers. So it's unlikely that the city is going to completely run out of water. But this is a very, very, very serious crisis. And it is not as if we know that next year, there's going to be a huge amount of rainfall. So if this drought continues, I don't even want to imagine where we're going to be in a year or two or three.
1: Emily Green in Mexico City, where they're running out of water. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you.
0: This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Wondery. In the decades before the Civil War, slavery's grip on America tightened. But soon, a diverse group of abolitionists, both black and white, began to construct a clandestine path to freedom for the enslaved. The Underground Railroad. Fugitive slaves and anyone helping them face terrible violence and even death if caught. But for those brave enough to risk the journey, the Underground Railroad offered a path to the northern states and Canada, where their freedom was assured. Hosted by Lindsey Graham, Wondery's podcast, American History Tellers, takes you to the events, times, and people that shaped America and Americans. Our values, our struggles, and our dreams. Follow American History Tellers on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge this season, American History Tellers, the Underground Railroad, early and ad-free, right now on Wondery+. Plus.